first light of the morning, I can see on floating lying over me. In the first light of the morning. Welcome to America on Par, a powerful punch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm Stephen Parr, and I I want to say thanks for, for listening in, for, for clicking the play button. And if you like these podcasts, go ahead and tell your friends about it. Share these around on the interwebs. And uh, I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Well, if you've been listening to some of these podcasts, I was up in Washington, D.C. You know I was up in D.C. for the Judicial Watch Leadership Summit. If you missed that podcast, it's, it's down the list. You can go a little bit further down and find that. It, it was a great event up there with Judicial Watch. And again, I fully support what they are doing. We were there an extra day, and so we got there a day early, and we got a chance to go around and, and look at some of the uh, amazing trappings of Washington, D.C., the, the Americana, the historical elements there. We were, we were out on the Washington Mall doing the touristy thing, and it was the first time I've ever had a chance to go to the World War II Memorial, and wow, if you haven't gone, you need to go to that. It is so well done dedicated to both theaters of the, the war, the Atlantic and the Pacific, monuments for each state, fountains, a, a great opportunity to reflect upon the sacrifices made by Americans at the time. I, I love it. It really is an amazing, amazing monument. And yet, while it sits in between the Lincoln Memorial and the Washington Monument, it, it's open and allows that flow to continue as if this was part of the same mission from those two men. Really, really well done. But as we were out looking at that, there was this new construction right next to the Washington Monument. It just kept catching my eye, but not, not in a good way. This building, let me try and describe it for you. It's, it's the closest building now to the Washington Monument on the, on the mall. And yet it looks like nothing else on the mall. It doesn't look like it belongs there. Picture this. Take three pyramids, stack them on top of each other, then turn them upside down and bury it partially in the ground. That's what the outside of it looks like. Then you decorate it with spray-painted costume jewelry that you bought at Claire's. And you start getting close to what this thing looks like. It is ugly. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't look like it belongs. It sticks out. It, it is not attractive. It, you just wonder, who, who designed this and why? So eventually, curiosity got the best of me. And I went in, I stopped in at the souvenir shop right, right at the base of the Washington Monument, and I asked the guy in there, I said, what is that god-awful, ugly building they're constructing right outside? And <laughs> it, was, it was pretty obvious within the, very, very quickly, that I had deeply offended this gentleman. His, his face kind of turned sour. And he was professional, and he said, that is the new National Museum of African American History and Culture. Uh, he was a black gentleman. <laughs> he didn't like my question. And I was, I was pretty proud of myself because I didn't start laughing until after. I, I thanked him. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Got outside, and I just I had to laugh because, of course, it is. Of course, the ugly building they're building right next to the Washington Monument. Of course, it's the National Museum of African American History and Culture. The reason it looks like it was decorated by a bunch of drunken bees from the 1970s is the outer framework of this was supposed to be bronze. Uh, 
and they changed it. It is now bronze spray painted aluminum. Okay. Supposed to be elegant. It's tacky at best. And the reason it sticks out is because it's the only building up and down the Washington Mall. The only one that is not limestone or white marble. The African-American History Building Museum is the only one that's not white. <laughs> I mean, why has our museum got to be white? I mean, can't you just hear that? Of course it sticks out. Of course it looks that way. It's supposed to. Architectural design in a place as symbolically important as the Washington Mall is not an accident. The fact that this new museum sticks out in shape and in color, that is on purpose. The people behind it are trying to say, we are different. We are not part of you. We deserve a special place of prominence above you. We deserve to stick out and be noticed. That's what they're saying with the architecture. Just down the street, in one of the limestone buildings, is the National Museum of American History. And right now, today, inside the National Museum of American History, there's an entire wing dedicated to African American history. So right now, African American history is a part of American history, literally. It is positioned where it's a part of the rest of the story of America. What they're going to do is to literally pull African-American history out of American history to create something that is separate but equal. Do you see the irony here? Separate but equal. So that, was, that was a phrase that was codified with, with the Plessy v. Ferguson Supreme Court ruling in 1896 that allowed the doctrine of separate but equal to exist and then expanded across the South under Jim Crow laws. Separate but equal was used to persecute African Americans for decades. It was eventually overturned in Brown v. Board of Education in 1954, which spurred on the Civil Rights Movement. Separate, here's, I'm going to read a quote from Brown v. Board of Education, the ruling. Separate educational facilities are inherently unequal. Isn't a museum an educational facility? Why are we pulling African-American history out to create something that is separate from American history? So now that there's an African-American history museum, why isn't there a Latino-American history museum? Why isn't there an Asian American History Museum? Why isn't there a European American History Museum? And don't all of those museums have the right to be just as gaudy and obnoxious as the African American History Museum? I want to play a clip for you, because just down the mall from where this new museum's going in, was in my mind one of the greatest moments in American history, not just African-American history, American history. It was Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Here's the last paragraph. When we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, 
we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Martin Luther King wanted us to join together our futures, not separate out our pasts.